This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars podcast with your host Jim and Tom. And we're back, second episode of the month, <laughs> uh, although our last episode was recorded two weeks before we released it. But we're back. Um, <laughs> and this episode's not Loki, which is great. We're we're still staying on the, the Marvel train. Um, obviously, next week will be another Loki episode mm-hmm. because we're going to break down the entire series. Uh, because, honestly, my mind is completely torn. Like, the fabric of time, it's completely ripped but we're going to break down Black Widow today, which is uh, fantastic because I started today in kind of a bad mood. Um, Conor McGregor lost last night. I stayed up until 1 o'clock to find out that he lost. Uh, um, England just lost the UEFA Soccer Cup, and I watched that entire yeah. game. So, uh, you know, everything's uh, not coming up Millhouse <laughs> today. But we're going to talk, uh, you know, Black Widow. It finally came out 17 years later. And... Um, I have my thoughts. I'm sure you do, too. So mm-hmm. we'll get the spoiler warning out right now because we're yep. entering Spoilerville. But let's just talk about the way we saw it. Um, this is, I know, the first movie for you back in the theaters. Second for, second yes. for me. But going back into the movie theaters. what, what we, Did you see Fast 9? No, no, I did not see Fast 9. <laughs> uh, I went and saw A Quiet Place 2. Oh, okay. Which yeah. was... I didn't like the first oh, one. The second one was phenomenal. Cillian Murphy is amazing. Uh, that little girl that's in there is even better. But take me back to this past weekend. First time walking into the theaters after 18 months. <clears throat> we are theater goers. We enjoy, especially like big action movies. I love it. Um, I Not a lot of people do. Well, Binks does. I'll be able to take him to theaters. I'm looking forward to that. It was nice. It was nice being... And it was a weird thing. I was just sitting at home, and I I hadn't watched Black Widow yet. It was Friday, uh-huh. and uh, I just got out of the shower, and everybody was gone. I was like, you know what? I'll watch Black Widow, but I'll stream it. And I was like, wait a minute. What do I need to stream it? I can go watch it at a theater. It's like it's been, God only knows how long it's been. What was the... F- it know. had to be I February. Think- that's what I'm thinking for for, yeah. for you at least. Uh, we did Invisible Man. Did we see? I didn't see Invisible. Did you see Bloodshot? I think it was. So Bloodshot. that's the first week of March. And yeah. How horrible was that and, too? There's a list. And, <laughs> honestly, you could have bookend your movie experiences with Vin Diesel because yeah. you could have saw Fast Nine first. <laughs> like, that could have been. I know. You end. I was. I was actually. I was thinking about it. I was like, I go see. Uh, like, I don't want to see Fast Nine. No. No, thank you. We'll um, review it when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I can go, and I was expecting a, a bigger crowd. How many showed up uh, for this? Uh, I think four. Wow, I had in the theater. I had seven. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised. Like six thirty, or almost seven o'clock. Yeah, I saw it at seven seven forty. Like, it was awesome. It was literally like the best theater going experience. Um, I had already sent a tweet out. Yeah, for, I saw like, it. You know. I saw it. Uh, thank and run P it was, it's, you know, our rekindled yeah. relationship with run P because it's been so long, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Our first, uh, unofficial sponsorship of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was nice. It was, uh, 
it was fantastic eating garbage yep. food and seeing a you know uh, a, a movie the way it was supposed to be intended to yeah see. i had to you know when i saw um quiet place i didn't have any apprehensions i was like listen i'm vaccinated it's been x amount of years it feels like 10 years since i've seen a movie in theaters <laughs> and my two my last one was bloodshot so i was like i need to see something better and as yeah. i went in you know there were <laughs> five people in no there were seven people in quiet place two four of the people were the people i went with so you know okay. the other three sat directly behind us in the middle so i was like of all the seats you know, we were the only ones in the theaters until like 15 minutes before the show and then boom, right behind us. But with Black Widow, you kind of ride in there, you know, get your, your junk food, like you said. Uh, I, I found it weird. Like I jumped back into a time vortex because I'm sipping out of a uh, Top Gun cup from 2020. And I'm like, what is happening? I felt like I was drinking, you know, the high C from 2020. But yeah. it was such a welcomed experience because this is a movie that even though it was given to us for $30, right, for on um, Disney+. Plus. This was meant to be right. seen on it on a big screen. It, you know, yeah. uh, I can't just sit here and say, like, it's a Marvel movie. It's not a movie theater experience. Like, if Loki was a movie theater experience, I would go and see that. Uh, if it was, like, maybe, like, $5 yeah. a week. Not Can't do the, you know, $15 movie ticket plus the $20 worth of food. But yeah, yeah. this was such a welcomed experience. And I left the theater conflicted about the movie – in, a, in the terms of just timing with the movie. Uh, you know, okay. I enjoyed it, and I'll air my my thoughts on that, but the one complaint, and I, this is honestly the only complaint, I know a lot of people have a ton of complaints about um, a certain character that we'll probably spend a little bit of time on, but I feel like this was four to five years too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as yeah, you're watching this movie, you're watching a character who's already dead in the universe. So this just turned right. into a launching off point for Taskmaster, Yelena, uh, Red Guardian. Mm -hmm. Maybe Melina, you know, in the comics, she becomes Iron Maiden. So there's a launching off. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into a lot of these. Um, I 100% wouldn't care if her parents died. In a horrible plane crash. Um, oh wait, Red Guardian and oh yeah, I hate. Oh, see, them. I thought David I, Harbour I, no, was I, great. Look, no, he was awesome, but them as characters were shitty. Yeah. People. Oh yeah. They're super horrible. Um, for you know, they redeemed themselves in the last like literal year of mm -hmm. her life. But um, yeah, I I I, I see what you're saying, but um. I do think they did a good job of. At some point, they must have done reshoots, obviously, yeah. with the the last scene. Well, no, that was that was done before Falcon and Winter oh, Soldier. Really? That was so when this was so supposed that was to supposed go, to introduce Valentina. Uh, um, spoilers. Yeah. Well, we're we're past that. That was supposed to introduce. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a big spoiler. Val. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. I didn't. I didn't know it was supposed to introduce her. Yeah, because like when she just uh, shows up to falcon and winter soldier to, to get john we're supposed yeah. to have already known who she or is know who she is okay. and then we're like oh shit that's a huge cameo and in the scheme of things you're like if we time traveled and COVID didn't happen we've already known so the reveal would have been even better but i okay. kind of feel like i had the exact same reveal ha knowing that she was going to pop up when the end credit scene came up i was like this is where she's got to be but 
it still got me on how she showed up and then what she revealed that, you know, Yelena, who has been talked about and rumored, and this is one thing about this movie, it seemed like all of the rumors that had been coming out about Black Widow and Yelena and all these characters kind of reigned true. The only rumor that didn't really stick out was that Hawkeye was going to physically show up in this one, Mm -hmm. but he did have a a minor cameo, i.e. a tablet photo, but... The only, yeah, I, I think the only complaint, honestly, was just timing on this one. I kind of, when I left the theater, I felt like how I felt with Captain Marvel. I enjoyed the movie. Um, it wasn't Marvel at its best, but then I also kind of felt like how I felt after Winter Soldier, which is my favorite Marvel movie, and saying that this, you strip away the costumes, this isn't a superhero movie. Right. I was going to say, this is. Um... This is a sad drama. Yeah, it's for, it's Logan esque. Um, yeah, and, and um, I liked it for that. Yeah. I liked how different it was. It was so much darker and different. Um, I don't know. And then saying that now that we are post snap, you know, we've seen like the direness of it. I still think this is a a a, a sadder, semi more depressing movie than even you know, Infinity War and, 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 uh, and, and, you know, that the Infinity Saga, I I still, I think this is one of the darker and, and more depressing, um, Marvel movies. Yeah. Cause you're, Uh, you're seeing what Natasha leaves behind. Right. Like you're rooting for this character throughout the whole movie. Well, not only that is, is, you know, we get, you know, she has a a tiny conversation about having kids yeah. with 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 um well not in this but I mean the only time we've ever heard that conversation being had is she had it with um Clint uh Clint about you know you know oh, she, you know I can't because of hysterectomies and then but that it was never really talked about and we get this like very uh ballerina from John Wick universe um and and how like willingly she they were given up um, by their parents, uh, um, Red Guardian. Yeah. And and uh, Melina. It, it, yeah. Well, you don't find out Melina right away until later on how much of a scumbag she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't find out that they weren't even like we knew that they were like surrogate kind of parents. But we find out later well, that for, like for Black Widow, yeah, you know they were, just, yeah, and it goes back to like that cult that scene on Vormir, right in Endgame where or Infinity War where no, is it Endgame? Uh, yeah, it's Endgame. Gamora dies yeah. first um, when Nat and Clint are there, and she's like, you know, uh, uh, Red Skull goes Natasha, daughter of Harold or whatever. And it wasn't Alexi. You know what I mean? And she and she goes, I didn't even know my yeah. father's name. That's how big this is. And we find out that she was just like told that yeah. her mother was like a strung out junkie who left her at a firehouse yeah. and they just went and they stole her because she was genetically gifted. It was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I was expecting, you know, we're, we are right now for those that are listening and haven't seen it, which is kind of a silly thing to do. Yeah. Um, we are jumping towards the end. We're kind of jumping all over, but we're jumping towards the end. Not for any good reason other than we're, it tells a good story. Yeah, and, but, and we're on brand. Um, yeah. Uh, 
it it just it, it just keeps ramping up the 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 sour notes and you at some point you're like okay let's let's turn this all around for it let's let's have that happy moment and it doesn't get there we do see that you know she does the face swap yeah but other than that it doesn't happen like it it there isn't the redeeming she doesn't her family don't they never redeem themselves no i think the only one they who don't does ever is Yelena. De- yeah well but she was manipulated more than anybody yeah and and they never say sorry they never like you know it's weird how they they there is no like happy moment i mean there is at the end um when they're getting getting ready to well so when um, the widows come and they show up to uh, take Taskmaster with them, and Yelena gives the the vest to Nat that we saw in right. the Infinity Saga. There is a moment where Alexi and Melina they talk about how proud they are of their girls despite the negative circumstances that they they went through, and like it kind of starts like when the movie started. I got Lovely Bones vibes. Mm-hmm. With, like, the girls, and I knew yeah. something tragic was going to happen, right? And it starts with, like, they're rooted in Ohio. They get pulled away from Ohio. They have to fly to Cuba. They're ripped away from their parents. Then their uteruses are ripped away from them. And then just kind of just, you're right, downhill spiral from, from there. Yeah. No friends, no family, no kids. Uh, and then it turns into the fugitive because Nat's on the run from Ross, which is your bridge back to the MCU, Uh you know, Ross and mm-hmm. all the name drops, you know, uh, the Thunder God and Captain America, you know, stories in the Gulag with Red Guardian, all, right. all those stories. But this kind of felt like it was a a one shot set in a universe that needed to be tied in because the character demanded the movie, which I know isn't the case. You know, they've been trying to get this movie out for a, a while now, right. but yeah. it just kind of felt oddly placed for me. Like, had this been the follow up? to civil war i would have been like this movie is great i loved everything that they did but again it kind of felt like a springboard into what i believe and i'm sure we'll talk about this later the dark avengers it's yeah that's my uh, yeah it's odd that you went there too because that was my theory um we'll have to talk about shang chi um i don't think it could have came out right after winter soldier no so Uh, it would have been civil war civil war um and and even uh, uh, Winter Winter Soldier because I think it would have been they're all and this are all kind of espionage deep you know and yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier they're all in their own little you know they're not introducing the you know the fourth phase of the cosmic and multiverse yeah. these guys are just like dealing with their humanity. All of them kind of are. Yeah, but and, um, but what's weird is this is the kickoff to Phase Four. It sort of is. But yeah. no, it's it's been confirmed that this this right. is one the very first movie of of Phase Four, which is you know this t- the movie as we know it takes place between both wars, Civil and Infinity. So it could have been spread out between those, like not just the immediate follow up, but like when Ant Man and the Wasp came out, and you know, Far From Home, when all those came out, it would have been nice to see Black Widow come out, maybe a little bit before them, just so we could kind of yeah. gauge what's going on. Like that vest would have been, you know, it's an it's like a, oh wait, I know that vest now, but like, could you imagine seeing yeah. it in unison? Like you get done seeing 
Black Widow, then you watch Infinity War and that vest pops mm-hmm. up. You're like, oh, where's Yelena? And then like our mind as as fans, we would have went directly towards, you know, what we do with Loki and WandaVision. Like Yelena's going to show up. She's on Thanos' side. You know, Red Guardian's going to show up and, you know, fight Captain America or something like that. Like our mind would have been crazy. But I would have loved to have seen a Red Guardian, Captain America fight at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to see it now, even with uh, Falcon. I, I, yeah. But uh, I, and I, which you know, I think may be the future. But what? So, what did you think about the the introduction into this world of the Red Room? The deeper explanation of uh, uh, Drakov, who is living in altered carbon world above the clouds, <laughs> yeah, no. and all of, like the you know the pheromones and the the mental conditioning for the the widows. What did you think about that? It's a very dark, but well done. I think uh, take on kind of a a, a tropey, you know. It's been made a, a tropey thing. Um, movies and John, like we always go back. John Wick, Red Sparrow it was. I think Red Sparrow was this same exact plot, probably or close to it. Yeah. Uh, the the ballerinas and uh, John Wick. Um, but uh, I thought that you know this has the the the. I it's not as like stylish and it doesn't have as much panache as and and like bright you know lights it, it they toned all that down for this i thought it you know than your general marvel movie you could almost not notice that this is a marvel movie yeah it's, it's um, very similar to how i felt with uh winter soldier like yeah. you take away the costumes and you have yourself kind of an espionage yeah, um, a European espionage, yeah, like, se- like, quasi sci-fi movie with yeah, you know, could have she could have been a born identity or like a born yeah. cast member in this because it you know takes place in random countries in Europe. But um, I you know, I like the explanation and I like that it was sort of flashbacky. Yeah, they didn't they had a lot of story to tell, um, so they didn't like you know, drag you through the imprisonment. I mean, you that's why, you know, they didn't spend too much time showing what's actually going on. We didn't, you know, there was no gory details. This yeah. is all mentioned. Um, yeah, just through, like, weird pilot conversation. Like, they break their, yeah. you know, their, their what they believe to be their father out of the gulag. And she's like, listen, I don't have kids. They took my fallopian tubes out and my uterus. And, like, Yelena, like... Florence Pugh was the star of this movie. You know, yeah, at some yeah. points it made Stand me, out. yeah, it made me feel like uh, Natasha was the sidekick in her own movie. Yeah, and it was just but more of a teen movie. You know, we it's only called Black Widow. Yeah, it's not called Natasha Romanoff's movie. Yeah, because um, we got like and, nine thousand widows. Right, and you know, is into you know what's going to happen next is is florence Pugh. uh uh what's her name alana what's her name y- right yelena yelena is she going to be leading an army of widows i mean there's two ways you could look at it ideally i'd like that i'd like that show and i would like the widows to be going out to break into this other widow network that's still out there right also and, incorporating yeah. the war dogs that killmonger was part of I would like yeah. to see like more explanation into that and exploration, but I would I would like that to be a series like a you know a Disney Plus series, but even if that doesn't happen, we see that she's a hired gun at this point. 
the government's got control of her uh, because Val works for the government. Now it's Yelena, who's your new Black Widow, U.S. agent. You know, they could go and, you know, you said, like, my mind went there, but it went two places. It went to Dark Avengers, but it also went to the um, Thunderbolts. Yeah, which is kind of what I was thinking, but when the Contessa's involved, I automatically go, you know, not that she's necessarily in line with one or the other, but um, I get a, you know, from comic books, she's, you know, involved with um, Fury. Yeah. She's, you know, they they have like a, some one again, off again relationship. Yep. Doesn't everybody? So I, yeah. So I do get a a a fury vibe from the way she's assembling this yeah. team, and it gives me you know, like we've said this a couple times in the last few shows. They are they may be doing this intentionally to throw us off the scent, but I do get a a dark Avengers. Why else would they they glimpse us a a a shot of a abomination? Yep. You know, that's your that's your Dark Avengers Hulk sorta. It's not the Dark Avengers storyline that we you know, we had in the comics, but this yeah. is their own sort of Dark Avengers. Yeah, I mean that she's assembling. And if you look at it, like the only way I think uh, about the Thunderbolts is because William Hurt's getting up there in age. Yeah. And you don't want to lose your your star of that, so they could maybe move away from the Red Hulk storyline for the time being and Abomination would fit there. But like let's say they're recruiting the Dark Avengers and the abomination doesn't fit there. You know, you have Shang-Chi still out there. You have She-Hulk. You have Daredevil, mm-hmm. Punisher. All these characters are still out, are still out there. Blade. Like, Blade is your your next step into her. Moon Knight. These are your your dark Avengers right there. Um, and she's traversing both medians. She's going from mm-hmm. movies to TV, which makes me think, like, the Avengers that we have are the ones that are left over from Infinity War then they'll lead into the young Avengers because their sidekicks well, are popping up everywhere. I mean, who do we, not to get too, too far out, but actual Avengers, who do we have? We have Hawkeye, Ant-Man. Hawkeye, Ant-Man, Hulk. Um, Falcon. Falcon. Uh, Hulk of uh, some sort. Um, a Black Panther. A Black Panther, hopefully. Doctor Strange. Uh, a Doctor Strange. See, see, I'm thinking like... Wasp. Wasp could show up. We could get. I mean, that's a seven Mordo. right there. We could get a Mordo on the or uh, not Wasp. Um, Yellow Jack. I was thinking Yellow Jack could show up on the Dark Avengers. We can get like a Mordo. But how would we get Yellow Jacket? He's dead. Um, yeah, he's dead. Um, I don't know. But I, I'm thinking of like any everybody that could show up on on the Dark Avengers. I think we could definitely get a Mordo yeah. or oh, or Wanda's still around. Wanda can't forget yeah. about her and Bucky would. I mean, Bucky ideally would be great on the Dark Avengers, like the leader of the Dark Avengers. I think he'd be See, great, I but know, I think he's done they, with that. If they get if they get U.S. agent, yeah. are they going to go for? Well, yeah, Bucky's. You know, yeah, they made him the leader, the de facto yeah. leader. And if he's not the leader, then Yelena probably should be because she's more dangerous than the three. That well, they that's have what right I'm now. thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see. It seems. I don't know. It seems like the MCU is going towards teams, right? We we lost the core Avengers with Cap, Thor. Well, Thor's still yeah. around. Uh, how could we forget about him? 
Yeah. And well, and the Guardians. He's going to be he's yeah, he's going to be a Guardian. Now. But we're going to lose that version of the Guardians, right? At at some point they're going to have to die. Right. Um we're going to be introducing Namor. We're going to be introducing the Fantastic Four. It's going very team-oriented. All the TV shows are going they're introducing well, their their younger counterparts. So Well, I see I that's what I think's happening. This is our this is us transitioning seamlessly into our theory section. Yeah. I think the Avengers are no more. Okay. They aren't a team. They're individuals all spaced apart doing their own thing. Sometimes another Avenger will hang out with a different Avenger. Okay. But the Avengers as a team don't seem to exist right now. Yeah. In 2025, whatever year it is. Um, 2023, whatever. Sure. Anyway, they don't seem to exist in that timeline at that moment. Um. So I think there's space for the Dark Avengers to come in and get assembled. And we might even, through the Contessa and the Dark Avengers, trying to like fill in that gap, mm-hmm. we might see, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who, co- who originally did it and became president and um, from Spider-Man. Um, uh, Jonah Jameson? No, 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 no. The, 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 ball, the guy that was a goblin. Um, uh, Osborne? Yeah, Osborne. Didn't he orig- he he became leader of Shield, didn't he? Yeah. During the Dark Avengers mm-hmm. timeline. Um we might get introduced to him. Yeah. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So I'm, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, but we, anyway, we forgot two other Avengers, big ones. War Machine, Spider-Man. Yeah. Can't forget about them. But I don't think they're around as a team. Yeah. They're just around, all these people are around, but they don't I, and I think that that's where the Dark Avengers could come in. And kind of make a team, but we see that they fail, like the regular, the real Dark Avengers did. Yeah, they don't get the job done, or people don't like the way they're doing the job, and that leaves space for other teams, superhero teams, to be created and actually do superhero stuff. Yeah, and I mean, you're you're le- like we have Red Guardian still out there, hit you know, older, heavier, but still powerful. <laughs> uh, we saw what he did with Taskmaster. You have so much more coming out of the woodwork with all the new shows being announced. Hopefully, that leads to like an Alpha Flight and an Excalibur, and you know brings all these other teams in. It would be great. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to the movie for a second. The characters that they introduce, I like that each of them kind of got their own mini moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was the the Yelena fight at the the safe house in Budapest, where I was like, "Oh, Hawkeye, we're gonna go flashback to Budapest." Nope. We have that scene. Then we have Alexi <laughs> in jail. We have Milena on the pig farm. We have um, Mason's kind of – I don't know what's going on with Mason. Is he the happy Hogan to Natasha where he just sleeps in random places? Yeah, I don't know. And, and he's he's a getter. Like yeah. He, you know, I don't know. Did you think that he was Taskmaster going into the movie? I, I Well, I, look, he was on the, he's on the poster. Yeah. Like you a know, huge he, star of the movie. Yeah. Um, and all he does, I mean, eventually gets the, 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 um, the Quinjet. Whatever, the, 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 yeah, the Quinjet. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't know what he was going to do, but I wouldn't have been surprised if he wound up as Taskmaster or, yeah. or something. But as just their, their getter guy or gopher yeah. or, you know, he's, I, he's I, the I, new Colson. Yeah. Yeah, he just moves us. Yeah. He he honestly was just a redirect for all, the audience, yeah. I think. Just moves us kind of forward away to say, like, we're going to lull you into believing that Mason is Taskmaster. And then, mm-hmm. boom, they reveal Taskmaster, which 
the internet internet's kind of split on it. They don't know where they how they feel about it. I will I will say this um, as I was watching it. As soon as they showed Natasha blowing up the daughter, I looked at Chelsea and I said, "There's your Taskmaster origin story." Yeah. I, yeah. I knew it immediately. They focused on the death of the daughter so much, and every time we saw Drykov, he didn't acknowledge it. He didn't even look angry when they brought it up, and I was like, "You're showing your hand too much." So, as cool as the reveal is, and I'm a huge Taskmaster guy, in the scheme of things, I understand why Taskmaster was revealed this way. Because it just adds a little more to the storyline. Uh, in the scheme yeah. of the MCU, I wish it would have been a bigger moment. Because I think Taskmaster is uh, much more viable to the MCU. And honestly, here's your Dark Avengers moment as well. Taskmaster was an Avenger in the comics at some point. And if you can recondition yeah. Antonia, you know yeah. that you might have the, the most deadly assassin post Yeah, Natasha. that's what I'm thinking. She's still alive. Yep. You know, the only difference, well, there's a big difference. It's not, it's not a person. It's not like, it's, it's robotics, which is, um, nothing that we've ever seen in the comics for Taskmaster. Yeah. I don't think. No, I mean, he didn't, Taskmaster he, never studied game tape. Like he's yeah. not watching LeBron <laughs> and then going out the next game and doing the exact right. same thing LeBron did. Um, and he doesn't have like the super suit. It is an interesting way to introduce Taskmaster. Yeah. And to get the get her um doing the moves and and how would that happen? Um cuz we we just don't we they don't want to say mutants. They don't want to they don't want to alter say, anybody. Yeah, they don't want to say super powered human for no reason other, you know. Everybody they've introduced so far is like the like how everybody was up until X-Men was introduced. Mm -hmm. They all got their powers through a thing. It's a, we're still there, you yeah. know, uh, serums and, and science and the spider, uh, and then a GoPro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we haven't gotten to the X gene yet. Um, I don't, you know, I'm waiting. I can't wait, but, uh, um, 10 more years. I'm thinking <laughs> phase 12. Yeah. Um, so, it, it is an interesting and it is like a semi sort of kind of grounded way. Um, they, they did rely pretty heavily on um, MacGuffins in this. Like we're just, we've never seen, you know, insert chip into brainstem yeah. technology. And they were just like, it exists. Don't worry about it. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you, you later. Know, he, he lives on a cloud city. Never talk about it. Don't ask any questions. Uh, Black Widow's mom invented all this technology. Yeah. But don't worry about it. We'll tell you about it later. You know, it, it was, there's a lot of that, um, which, you know, I guess it didn't go too – I mean, it would extend it longer than it needed to be, the movie. But, mm. you know, now it's there, so we have to ask questions about it and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like the the overarching city – was just um, cut for time because you needed yeah. that family drama aspect of this movie because it, it balances from an action to a family drama. And you needed that to kind of bring the audience in, like the characters as much as you physically can, and then yeah. move into the, the battle with Taskmaster. I will say that every scene that Taskmaster was in I thought was great. 
Yeah. Um, the fighting style is great when when she mimicked all the you know Cap and Hawkeye and and Nat and T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I kind of marked out. I was like, this is amazing. Even the suit, you know, you know me. I'm a I like the yeah. weird cloaked caped skull face Taskmaster. Uh, I like what they did with it. I like that they made it militant. Um, that the bow was an extension of the tech. Yeah, you know, I want to know where and that tech came from, though. It's not that, Stark tech. It's that small backpack. They could do almost anything. Yeah, it's that's Melena tech. Yeah, but like, or you know, Dragoff tech but, or whatever. But could like, what could have happened? Like, you know, he could have said in a line like, "I have somebody familiar with Stark tech." You know, they were rivals, and there's your Justin mm-hmm. Hammer. You you bring Sam Rockwell th- back into well, it. Well, you say that. I I I saw people talking about Sam Rockwell kind of being your 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 dark avenger Iron Man. Okay. Um I I see that you know we could get an aim you I, know we could I think Sam Rockwell's our villain in or at least the character in Armor Wars. No, oh, okay. I think we either Armor Wars or Ironheart. I think that's who we bring in Sam Rockwell. Yeah, um, and your you know your Dark Avengers Iron Man at this point could be Rhodey War Machine. You know yeah. the, the government didn't want War Machine out there. It's not branded well, so there was True. Iron Patriot. So you bring in War Machine, but the Taskmaster stuff. I know you know I talked to a bunch of people and they were on the fence, and some people hated it. And I was like, well, you know, break it down for what it is. We got a character that's beloved in the comics. It's still alive, so they learned their lesson. They didn't treat it like Killmonger. They didn't treat it like Ultron. And Yellowjack and all these characters, they gave it new life. So I, I like that. Uh, you know, okay. Once I, I don't know if this is a possibility, but you know, did we get a skull-faced, hooded character that could mimic anyone's fighting style from just watching them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, and the only difference was the way they mimicked. You know, mm-hmm. he, they, you know, the original Taskmaster had like eidetic memory and, you know, it could something, I don't know. They, they name it in the, in, in the, the, the YouTubes or in uh, Wikipedia, yeah. but he has a way of uh, memorizing moves and stuff like, a, like that. Like a photo, gen- like photo identity yeah. memory, like Sheldon yeah. Cooper from Big Bang Theory. Right. Um, we didn't get that. We have... You know, computer installed and brainstem downloads everything, whatever. Um, but when you you know before the, the the helmet came off, it was a pretty perfect Taskmaster. It's awesome. It was, and, and every and, scene was showcased. Yeah, or that showcased and, Taskmaster was great. And other than finding out her backstory and finding out it was a woman. Nothing changed once the helmet came off. Once you figured out who, or once they showed you who it was. Yeah. So I'm not too upset about it. I do think you know there's always a section of the internet that is the the you know that oh it's a woman I can't watch it you know yeah. no good. It's the exact but, dude. I I feel like the internet's treating this the same way they treated uh, Michael B. Jordan when he was cast as Human Torch. You know they right. people aren't willing to progress. And yeah. we got a, a good version of Taskmaster. We didn't get a good version of Human Torch in that disaster of a movie, <laughs> yeah. but that wasn't Michael B. Jordan's fault. I believe yeah. that was all of Josh Trank's. The, I think part of what kind of the future of Taskmaster for me is 
if she's reprogrammed, reconditioned kind of stuff, you know, Taskmaster in the comics was he had banter. You know, he's snarky. You know, he was a leader. She's non-vocal. You know what I mean? So, can, well, right now, yeah, right now, she is. can they fix that and give us the the Taskmaster future, or is Taskmaster going to be you know C level, D level of the MCU? Either right. way, as long as they treat the character right and they, you know, they don't butcher it, which they didn't, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's almost like the original Deadpool. Yeah, you know. Putting, you know, covering his mouth up and, um, like taking away his, you know, his banter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to do that. I'm not, I, I don't, I, I hope they don't either. I hope she's able to come out of it, um, develop a personality yeah. and, and, uh, um, yeah, and they got a good actress. Olga Kirilenko is a, a very, yeah. you know, well known actress. I love yeah. her in Quantum of Solace, uh, Oblivion. She's been in a ton of stuff. I believe she was in Hitman. For yeah, you know, a cup of coffee, but yeah, I think she was great in this. Um, so anybody else who has a problem with it, oh well, deal with it. It's it's the you know, we're moving forward yeah. in life, and that's how we should be. It's did, a variant. Did you have just it? watch Loki and you'll you'll find out what variants are. Yep. It's just a variant. Yep. Did you have any problems with the with the movie? Um, no, and 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 I'll say this right away. Like I said, other than you know the reliance on some tech and stuff like that that was never brought up but whatever it, you know it's a superhero i'm not getting too deep into that yeah um it's dark fast like it goes dark right after he can have the kids and i kind of like that i think it's a good that they show you right away they're you know they get you ready for the future of the movie yes yeah. it's, it's going to be a little darker it's going to take place in a different um headspace than a lot of the marvel stuff mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and you know we get we're getting used to we have these ideas of what something's going to be falcon and winter soldier we've had these ideas of what that was going to be Uh, okay well it's going to be you know a two guys like a buddy cop movie and here it turns into like you know a pretty good essay on race relations and you know neglect of soldiers all the way up until now yeah um the black soldiers up until now and uh, the importance that black soldiers played in the military and stuff like this and and uh we weren't expecting it and they made you know some of that was funny and the same thing i think happens here it's it's different you know there is like i think florence Pugh did a lot of the heavy lifting on on the comedy side yeah and her making fun of her sister um about how the superhero landing yeah, um, and then she did it. That was <laughs> that might have been my favorite part. She's like, "Ew, gross," and like, yeah. <laughs> and to to your point about like the darkness of this movie, it kind of felt like they're taking more risks to separate yeah. Marvel from the Disney cliches, right? So this got darker. Right. It involved you know human trafficking. It involved it had more language than any other Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So it, they're moving closer to. You know, getting more comfortable with the rated R stuff. I think, yeah, it's a good point. I think because they have to. Yeah. Because one of their biggest money makers is sitting on a shelf until they are comfortable making a rated R movie. Yeah, and he might know? just get comfortable working with The Rock and owning a soccer team, and he might not yeah. want to come back. You know, you, you just got to yeah. keep him moving. And I, I was reading. And, and uh, uh, speaking of which, you know, real quick aside, who knew him and Mac were friends? Good no. enough friends to buy a soccer team. 
I, I love it. I love it. And they're playing. So they're playing the union sports minute, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're playing the union and they're free tickets, but you have to like, there's, I don't know how to get them. Um, so now, Nicole was, uh, sent me a link. I think we're, we're going to try. Well, you're obviously, yeah, you're obviously always, in, you know, yeah, that's uh that's a definite for me. I follow, I, yeah. I am a member of the Wrexham, uh, AFC, um, fan club. I got in there oh, before. Really? Yeah, I got in there before you had to pay for it. So hopefully, you know, they'll send it. That. I know Pace is Pace is a scarf wearing soul. Uh, a un- uh, union guy. Union guy, yeah. I have three union shirts and a union hat. I am full. <laughs> I'm a soccer man now. I'm telling you. But back to Black Widow. Um, you said something about the the lighting of the of the movie not being as bright. Did you catch all of the lens flares? Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> many. Like, and it, yeah. it just felt like there was so much altered visions. You know, the the right. red lights in uh, Dry Kev's office, the climbing down the holes and the sunlight beaming in, the fluorescence. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a seizure. <laughs> but it, it didn't take away from J.J. Abrams. It was, yeah, and this was, uh, I think, Claire Shortland, Shorthand's name? Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, she, uh, Kate Kate Shortland. Um, yeah. Her big moment. So I think she delivered. So my question for you, and then we'll give our scores and wrap this up. Would you like Florence Pugh to carry the mantle of Black Widow and get a sequel? Yeah, I think she almost has to. I think um, I th- there this. I don't know where this Contessa thing is going. I don't. It's not necessarily bad guys. Mm-mm. It's 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 disenfranchised and it's um, Florence Pugh is kind of uninitiated into the goings on of the world. Yeah. She's been brainwashed for fifteen twenty years. Who knows? So, um, she might be easily manipulated and she might come out of that not liking being manipulated. Yeah. That might be her turnaround. Um, yeah, I mean, and, she's been controlled for her entire life. Right. Through pheromones and conditioning. So, Val's And sort of kind of, not the, not the last scene, not the, the post credit scene, but the movie, the end of the movie, she is, uh... She's like the Black Widow, you know, queen. She's running the show. Yeah. So they said she um, was the the youngest. Uh, no, she yeah. had the most kills of an assassin, like the Guinness Book of World Records for yeah. you know the black market. So, um, she has her Black Widows. Mm-hmm. She has her her creepy weird family. Yeah. So she sort of kind of has this army under. her. I, so I, I think that's interesting what she can go do in the future. I mean, is she going to maintain these widows and, you know, taking down the further widow market that's out there? Yeah. You know, with all the widows all over the world? Or is she just going to go straight into avenging her sister? I think it's more of the latter because Hawkeye comes out this year. So I think yeah. we see both Yelena and Val. I think... Yelena's been almost confirmed for Hawkeye before the show came out, um, or before this movie came out, that she's going to pop up in there. And we didn't know how, right? Well, so now she's going to try and yeah. avenge I'm the just, death yeah, of Yeah, I of mean, I, under, I know that that's the next thing to happen, but I'm just wondering what her over, like, what's her character arc throughout the next couple of years? Uh, yeah, I think... It's, it's not just her fighting Hawkeye for three movies. It's going to be... There, she has to have... An arc. Yeah, I, cast us. I, I think it's the catch-up game because we're, what, six years post or six years pre 
Infinity Endgame, right? <laughs> so uh, essentially, well, in this, yeah, yeah. So in this, before the the end credit scene, yeah. So let's say she goes through some time, you know, rehabbing the 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 widows, right? Shows up while Hawkeye is doing Ronin work in between Infinity War and Endgame. Has the coming to Jesus moment where she's like. Oh yeah, it was it was the you know the space god with the multiple chins who actually killed my sister, not you. And now we're current for the next movie. But the end credit scene takes place after. Oh yeah. Endgame. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and the picture was Ronan. So. It's just. Uh, right. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Take... Yeah, because Nat was already dead. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. Are we to believe that Clint is is still Ronin? He turned back into Ronin. Yeah, or he never left, right? He only he had no, the same yeah. haircut. He, he never went to Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. He and just... he's just training Kate Bishop to be Hawkeye because he can't do it anymore. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Didn't even think about that. And um, he's ro- he's Ronining around. Yeah. There's another member of your Dark Avengers because Hawkeye doesn't die in anything. True. He has lasted from day one and was supposed to die in every single <laughs> Avengers movie. But what do you what do you give this? Um, let's go one to five. Because uh, uh, that's how that's how many years it took us to get this movie. Five, <laughs> yeah. four and a half. Uh, uh, I agree. Yeah. I'm with four and a half too. It wasn't perfect, but it was uh, damn near perfect. Yeah, uh, like you said, it's there is some you know date. It's not dated, but there is some dating issues to figure out yeah. like when when the perfect timing was for this, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you did this as a standalone, um, it, it would be a four and a half. So yeah, and it could have been a great Disney Plus series. Yeah, yeah, and it made one hundred fifty-eight million dollars over the weekend and Sunday as we're recording this. So we don't have official numbers, but that's a hell of an accomplishment in a still kind yeah. of epidemic world. Um, I think they they got the castings right with everybody. Um. Especially Florence Pugh, because um, they looked at a lot of people, and I think the two frontrunners were uh, Emma Watson and uh, Sarsha Ronan. Uh, both of them would have been great, but I think this is, ideally, um, in, in my mind, this is a perfect casting for Yelena. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any previous knowledge of Florence Pugh. I've never seen her in anything. I know she's been in a lot. I'm just saying yeah, it's just never. She, she's never been... Um, so for me, I didn't have any expectation for her. Um, action roles, I don't know if Emma Watson would have been my first pick in an action role. Not for an um, assassin. No. That, like um, Squirrel Girl, maybe. Yeah. Because she's kind of like, you know. Sure, cute, cute you know, I, I'm, I might be one of the only ones that really like Hannah, um, but she kind of veered away from that stuff. I, in, in, I love in, uh, Sarsha Ronan. I want her yeah. for everything. Um, she would have been, if Florence Pugh wasn't on the table, she would have been my choice out of those three. Um, but but I, the first, yeah, I liked her. I liked her in Hannah. And then she went all, you know, a lot of different directions. She went to and get actually nominated for like, awards. Yeah. Great, great actress. So yeah, she could have done anything. And, and, um, yeah. And I, th- all three of them were in a movie together. They did little women together. Oh, see, I didn't. I, I know that's not a movie that we reviewed, but, I think you've seen Florence Pugh. She played Paige in Fighting with the Family. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she she was. In that. Did you see Midsummer? No. She's also uh, she's yeah, the she's the lead 
female actress in that. Yeah, that had that had yeah you know, that, witch, witch vibes. It, on it. it absolutely had witch vibes on it. Uh, but yeah, she she's been in a bunch of stuff. But I think of the ones you would have saw, was fighting with my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that, and she did a very good job. Yeah, and she dates Zach Braff. So okay. shout out Zach Braff. Uh, but that's yeah. it. We're gonna get out of here. Um, next week we're gonna be back talking Loki. Uh, back to back to back to the end. Marvel stuff. We're gonna break down the series. Um, listen to us every week when we record episodes. Um, subscribe to the shows on the network. Cage my IQ, the Active Geek Podcast, every weekend now, and we'll go back to uh, Wednesdays post Loki because we're gonna review this. Yeah our first full episode back but yeah follow us on social media um here's 20 bucks buy yourself something nice